Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. What I love about Shopify is basically how no matter how big you want to grow, Shopify gives you everything you need to take control and take your business to the next level. I know we use Shopify here at Betches. And honestly, anyone with any kind of business could really benefit from Shopify. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout, 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklyn, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash betches, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash betches now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash betches. In the market for investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry, Rebag is the answer. Rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity. Use Rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Louis Vuitton, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com and get up to 15% off your first purchase as a member with code REBAGNEW. Shop today at Rebag.com. That's R-E-B-A-G.com. And use promo code REBAGNEW for up to 15% off your first purchase as a member. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to So Bad It's Good with Ryan Bailey, the podcast where we cover all the pop culture we love to hate, from the classic reality TV moments of the past and present to the latest Daily Mail headlines and everything in between. We'll dive into all the infamous and notorious messes you can't stop watching. I'm looking at you, Jax Taylor. I'm your host, Ryan Bailey. Yeah. 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 Yeah.
Welcome to an all-new episode of So Bad It's Good with Ryan Bailey. This is your buddy Ryan, and this is your Tuesday episode. Whew, man. How was the re-entry to the week, folks? Was was Monday good? Okay, good. Um, listen, we have a great show today. We have the one and only Jackie Schimmel back with us. And I mentioned this yesterday, but I did this interview on Friday afternoon, and it was one of those, you'll hear, I'm just a giggle Gertie. That's what my mom always, I'm just being a giggle Gertie. I was a giggle Gertie the whole entire interview. Um, It's so fun when you can just be stupid and laugh with somebody about all of this silliness. And um, Jackie, you know, there's so many great, I was thinking about this, Uh, there's so many there's so many amazing females in my life, one, but two, I'm trying to put this in the right way. I think I talk to more women that are hysterically funny than I do men. Like I, I have so many women that I, that come on this show that just literally like I bust, you, you hear it week in and week out. I will just be a giggle Gertie and Jackie Schimmel made me be a giggle Gertie to the 10th power. Oh my God, I'm just giving myself deuce chills as I say giggle Gertie more and more. Listen, we've got a lot of things to cover right before that, but I'm trying to get this into 20 minutes, 20 minutes before we get to Jackie. Remember, there's a timestamp so you can skip right to Jackie, but we did this Friday afternoon. I think Jackie right now is on her um, therapeutic retreat, which we talk about. So I don't think she has access to her phone right now, which is like, I was like, oh my God, because she had to give up her phone at this retreat. And I was like, do you think... 
I could call the retreat and have them post the show post on your feed. Uh, and I don't think that's going to happen. So, <laughs> so please spread the word today, you guys. If you like this podcast, and why wouldn't you please rate it five stars on Apple Podcasts and Spotify? I got an email today or a, 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 saying why I, I need to practice being more cocky and confident. And I just don't think, I think this far into my life, I don't think I can switch to that. But like, I just doesn't even feel natural. Like, yeah, fucking like this show because it's the shit. Like, I even just do. Ah, I can't do it. Anywho, um, okay. Can we start off where I'm a clairvoyant? Can we start off where we admit that I have special entertainment powers? Because today I woke up to the news that Kimeth Kardashianeth from the Kardashian family, has signed on to do the new season of Ryan Murphy's American Horror Story. I think it's like season 11 or season 12, so it's deep into the seasons. <laughs> but I want to point out and remind people that I have said since October, mark my words, Kim Kardashian is trying to break into acting. Now, I got this vibe because I think it was the first season of the Kardashians on Hulu, um, I think she said ad nauseum about how special of an experience her Saturday Night Live guest spot was, where she met Pete Davidson. But I thought she caught the acting bud, bug. And then I saw her on Halloween, and she was dressing up. She remember she was doing all the really special effects makeup to make her look like Mystique from the X-Men movies, um, which is that weird blue. You know, she painted herself blue like an Avatar Navi. Um but I was like, wait a sec, this girl is trying to get acting work. And sure enough, and by the way, American Horror Story is a perfect place for Kim to kind of dip her toes in the water because there's a lot of stunt casting in there. Ryan Murphy, you know, it's the 11th season, but Ryan Murphy is, you know, he does a lot of prestige project projects, right? If Kim does good in this, maybe he'll put her in... The Jeffrey Dahmer season two. Yeah, maybe, maybe he'll put her in a Glee reboot. Who knows? But I was I was just like, holy shit. I called this in October. I don't see this is where I will get cocky. I don't get the credit I deserve. I really somebody needs to be writing down my predictions because I think I'm I might need to be studied by the government. Listen, if you are going to take my word on that, follow me down another rabbit hole. Now, if you didn't listen to Monday's episode, I talked with Sophie a lot about PR moves, and especially in regards to Scandival, the Tom Sandoval drama. Now, we had that uh, amazing lady that was on talking about her boots on the ground experience at the Saturday night show of Tom Sandoval and the most extras, right? I do want to point out on Friday night's episode, uh, show, he did back-to-back -back shows with his band. And on Friday, he called himself the artist formerly known as Scandival. I don't know. That kind of shit is cheesy. It's like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like the Scandaball and all of those kind of terms, those are for us. You are the Scandaball. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, Prince didn't even call himself Prince at the end of the day. He was just a symbol. <laughs> so, I, oh my God, I can just hear Prince rolling in his grave after I compared him to Tom Sandoval. But we got news today, and you're going to, you guys... You're going to think I'm making this up. You're going to think, Ryan, it's, uh, I don't even know what day in April it is. Okay, it's April 11th. How dare you do an April Fool's Day joke on April 11th? But I'm here to tell you that Tom Sandoval has granted his first interview <laughs> to a podcast. And that podcast is hosted, 
by Howie Mandel. That's right. The hard-hitting interviewer, Howie Mandel. That's right. From America's Got Talent, uh, you know, the, the, the famous germaphobe. Deal? What did he, did he did Deal or No Deal, right? That was he. You know, I mean, obviously, obviously a very successful career, but he was on uh, a show today where he was talking. He was on the H three podcast with Ethan Klein, who uh, you know I've, I've seen clips of him and what a what a empire that dude has created. But I guess Howie was on his show podcast, YouTube, whatever it is, and he was talking about going to interview Tom Sandoval today. And he was explaining it, and and he was he was like explaining it to Ethan what Tom Sandoval's deal is. Now, Howie does not watch Vanderpump Rules, right? So this potentially from Tom's PR side, you know, Tom's PR side, you're like, okay, that's pretty good. Okay, it's not going to be somebody deep in the Vanderpump lore that will be able to call him on bullshit from past seasons and things like that, right? So he's safe on that front. It's not like a deep fan. Howie. How he barely knows this show exists until this week. Okay, so good on that front. But at the same time, listen, <laughs> no offense to Howie Mandel, but I mean, isn't that just, doesn't that feel like the apocalypse, like the third horseman of the apocalypse? You know, like you see Tom Sandoval's name with Howie Mandel. And Howie Mandel, like I said, is a legend in his own right. It's just those two names together. It's not peanut butter and chocolate at all. It's like chocolate and like Sour Patch Kids. It just does not fit in any sort of way. Listen, I'm going to give you a full report of that podcast. I'll probably do a whole separate podcast about it on Friday, right before the actual um recap, which sucks. I'm just guys like, we got to chill out on all of this news, but so much stuff is coming in, but I have a feeling it is going to be hysterical in a lot of ways that they didn't mean, or it could be potentially great, right? Always leave room for the impossible. But you would be asking me this, Ryan, why did he choose Howie Mandel? Why did he choose Howie Mandel? It was such a mystery to me. Until, and this is what I'm going to, I am going to start getting cocky. I'll toot my own horn. How, listen, you are going to find out, listen, you have, you're going to find out information on this show, on every show that you won't find out on other podcasts or entertainment uh, sources. Um, You just have to listen to like two hours of me blabbing to find those pieces of information out. But here is a piece of information right now. He is going on that show (laughs) because his drummer who I've talked about on this show before, Jason Bader, who actually, you know, he's always been very nice to me, Jason. Uh, You know, it's very unfortunate that Tom has put uh, his band in some of these situations that they're in now. But Jason works for Howie Mandel. Jason Bader has an affiliation with Howie Mandel. And that is why we know (laughs) Tom Sandoval will be going on the Howie Mandel podcast. So I was wondering the connection. I'm so glad I found it out because otherwise I'm just like, holy shit, is just random celebrity podcast just asking these people to be on? I'm so glad because that would have kept me up all night long. So that is why I hope that answers some questions for you guys. But then it begs the question, what's going on over at Bravo? Did they not sign these people to any sort of gag order? They're trying to get them to do an 11th season, so they've got to wear kid gloves in dealing with this. Now, if I was 
somebody that has studied pop culture every day of my life since I was a kid, this would be my thought process on this, is that, of course, they want Tom to shut his mouth until the reunion. But Tom is probably argued that he is being hung out to dry, that he has come across worse than he's ever come across in the 10 seasons of this show, and he needs to get his message out, whatever it may be, because he has to sell dates for his band, and he has to work in this whatever industry he calls this. So that would be my guess. But if he's able to do this... I would then advise Ariana, and I'm not going to even tell you what I'm going to what I would advise Ariana because I'm actually going to advise Ariana because I know exactly what she should do in this situation, and probably you guys at home know exactly what she should do as well. But you got to pick your battles wisely. Now, of course, it's not smart for Tom to go on. Uh, somebody that really knows this show well, their podcast or show. It's not smart for him because he would genuinely look even worse with somebody that does know this show, right? So Howie Mandel does make sense in this weird, perverse logic way. But I've had Tom Sandoval on this podcast. And by the way, you can search Tom Sandoval on So Bad It's Good. And you can go back to the podcast I did with him last March It is two and a half hours. You'll hear uh, a young man in his second year of podcasting literally kissing Tom Sandoval's balls because I was so enamored with that dude. Which, by the way, I do not want an interview with Tom Sandoval, but I know exactly all the questions I would ask him. As you know what you want to know as well. I think the worry here as a fan, not even as somebody that does this podcast, but as a fan, is that you don't want to bury all the leads. You don't want to give away all of the information because this leads me to my next story. I talked a little bit about this on Monday's podcast, but there is this rumor going around and that Brock cheated on Sheena and bragged to his friends that he as well hooked up with Raquel. Oh, Brock, I am hot for you. I'm... Um, So (laughs) there is this rumor out there right now that says that. By the way, I just went back and listened to a little clip of my voice. The reason I'm talking so quietly is because both of my parents are asleep right now, and it's imperative that my mom gets her rest. So I'm just literally in this tiny, tiny office doing my Raquel imitation. Ah. Um, Okay. Anyways, back to business. So around Friday, I think I started – Friday or Saturday, I started getting the message – And it was written the exact same way in these DMs and in comments on my Instagram videos about Brock hooking up with Raquel. Now, not only this, other accounts, um, uh, uh, Face Reality 16, who I love, she was getting the same messages. So I get a lot of messages that will like kind of hit me to some kind of information. And I'm not some like Bravo and cocktail. I'm definitely not Bravo and cocktails. I'm not Demois, nor do I want to be uh, those people. They're great at what they do. But as this gets bigger, I will get pieces of information and stuff. And you have to be kind of discerning because I'm not that thing. And I, I kind of, 
uh, you know, there's been a lot of information I've gotten that's been true. And there's a lot of information I've gotten that's been false. And then you have to wonder why is somebody pushing this out so much? And I want to use the example that I keep using. Um, and I keep telling you guys, because I feel like everybody forgets. Uh, I want to use the example of that kid, Patrick. Um, Patrick was the guy that said he worked for Kathy Hilton um, to, you know, plot Lisa Rinna's downfall. And then he went on and said he worked for actually Lisa Rinna to plot Kathy Hilton's downfall. And the sad thing about that was then people started really pushing that narrative. I think there's one account, uh, your moms are watching. I remember that was really pushing hard at that. And I remember talking to somebody over at Bravo that they were very aware even of that account and how false that rumor in particular was. And you have to remember, like, I'm a fan like anybody else. I fucking love mess. I do. I love it. I don't want to be a Debbie Downer, and that's how sometimes this can come off. I really love it. But I want to point out there is crazy things that happen. As you can tell, Raquel and Tom did have a full eight-month affair. And you're going to continue to find out details of that. All of those details, not like it's the tip of the iceberg, folks. Trust me. But there are things that are just blatantly not true. And if somebody is so desperate to get a certain message out, you have to take that with a grain of salt. You also have to realize which story is going to help which person. Like just kind of take that down the line, if you will. So what benefit, who would it benefit if information came out that Raquel and Brock hooked up? So that would hurt Sheena, right? And it would also maybe take a little heat off of Sandoval and it would put even more blame on Raquel. And then you have more pressure on Brock, even though he started to get somewhat of a good edit around the wedding time. But people are still suspicious from last season and all the stuff that Lala brought up, which they made up uh, this season. We saw a couple of episodes ago. But I chose to do nothing with that information because I just thought it was silly. Like, uh, you know, I think I liked the message or maybe I didn't. I, I don't even know. But it was a pretty quick no for me because it was not somebody I knew. It, was, it looked like somebody that created uh, a fake account uh, just to put out that message. And then I saw the same message. In fact, the same exact writing, like the same exact phrase from another account. They're using the same exact phrases. And that's when it got weird for me. So that was a real easy no for me. And then I just got to tell you, I went to some of the sources and, you know, I found out that is not true. Now, listen, I'm not going to put anything past anybody. And I'm not going to sit here and tell you that Brock is not going to cheat in his entire life. Like, man, I hope he doesn't. I think Sheena would literally cut his balls off. But I don't believe this to be true. If it's proven to be true, Amazing, but I don't believe this to be true. I also just want to point out also with that Patrick kid that I was just talking about, remember how he popped up again a month ago, right when Scandaval broke? And I talked about this on the show. He started pushing this narrative that he was friends with this girl, best friends, and that Tom got this girl pregnant and paid for her trigger warning, paid for her to, um, you know, get rid of the baby. And he even provided screenshots because this dude, remember, the dude did the same thing for the Beverly Hills rumors. He's really good at that kind of shit. But it was one of those things, I'm guys, like, have, do we ever learn? Look at the sorts. If it comes from that kid, Patrick, it's just, there's no go. 
The kid loves to hop on that kind of shit. So this reminded me of the Patrick stuff, except that Patrick wasn't pushing himself as part of the narrative. But I do believe people get off on just seeing what they can put out there and who will run with it. And because we're such a voracious audience, a lot of the time we run with it because there's a part of us that truly is astounded when stories like this are true. And if Scandival is already true, why can't this be true as well? But you've just got to temper those expectations a little bit and let the actual details come out on shows like Howie Mandel's podcast. (laughs) No, you know what I'm saying? Is that um, just from everything I've heard, there's plenty more to come in regards to this story that's going to knock you off your coal mining ass, Okay. But I believe, and believe I have no money in this game. Like she was nice enough to do my podcast, but in no way did she ask me to say anything like this. But I am going to say what I truly believe. And uh, you don't have to believe that at all. In fact, do your own research. But I see a lot of my compatriots out there, a lot of meme makers just posting this shit willy nilly. And I know people are kind of desperate to get their little, you know, carve out their name and get a lot of like, you know, quick attention But I would just really warn people against that because if you're wrong about those things, you will be trusted less and less and less. It might be good for you in the short term for your podcast or your your Instagram account, but long term, you know, people might not trust you as much. Um, So anyways, I just wanted to put that out there. I don't believe that is true, but I wanted to let you know that I am aware of that. It was sent to me many, many times. And uh, I just want to let you guys know you're going to find out more details about the Scandal stuff that has nothing to do with Brock that's going to, like I said, blow you away. But I do want to say there's like a video too. I think somebody, well, Brock was smacking Raquel's ass in some video or something on his, like, listen, these guys are all hot, young dummies. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? They're all slapping each other's asses. Are you kidding me? These guys are all like middle-aged and horny. Um, but I t- Listen, I mean, if you think Sheena shoved Raquel when she found out the information about her and Tom, what do you think Sheena would do if she found information about Raquel and Brock? Brock would not exist on this planet anymore. And there would be a lot more than a restraining order that would, <laughs> you know, you would have to put 10 restraining orders on little Sheena to keep her away from Rachel Raquel. So, okay, that's my business. But listen, I hate to be a party pooper because I know it's so exciting, but I always want to kind of say what I believe is right. And I think there's enough good stuff that we can focus on in terms of mess that we don't have to just make up mess. And that's all I'll say about that. That's my Forrest Gump invitation. Okay, are you guys ready to have some fun? Enough of this shit. We talk, By the way, the Sandoval interview with Howie Mandel, I'm, I'm recording this at midnight right now. It, it, I think it premieres at 9 a.m. So I, mean, I know I'm already going to wake up to like a lot of memes already being made and a lot of things like that. But uh, we'll maybe talk about it on Wednesday's episode, but I might save it on Friday. But uh, I'm very much looking forward to it. Howie, you're going to have the best numbers ever, Mr. Mandel. Congratulations. Um, and that's it, you guys. Jackie Schimmel, she's the host of The Bitch Bible. She's kind of legendary in so many ways. And I forgot that she actually had some ties with the Vanderpump Rules cast from back in the day. She started the Bitch Bible, her podcast, in 2015. I mean, it is wild. What are we in, like 2017 right now? She's known for like two years. No, she really had a lot of great information, and she's just funny as hell. Now, the first half of this 
We talk a lot of just about Jackie and what's going on in her life. And I got to tell you, it was so flipping refreshing because I had done two Vanderpump podcasts the night before and I just needed, I needed these laughs so much. So I think you're going to fucking, sorry, I think you're going to flip and love it. But if you don't just know that I loved it. And also Patreon baddies out there, patreon.com forward slash so bad it's good. Sorry, I've been MIA more than usual, even though I did do like a two-hour podcast last week. Um, uh, just I, I will get to making that up to you, I swear. And also, before we get to Jackie, I just want to do a special shout out to Debbie Lopez, Maditza, who I work with, her mother. She's going in for a surgery today, and I would be remiss not to put my good vibes towards her and everybody give her a thought, a good thought, a kind thought, if you could. And I will talk to you bright and early on Wednesday. I love you guys. And here she is, Jackie Schimmel. Today we have a returning guest, and this is somebody that I had the balls to ask again to be on the show, even though, you know, me and my life coach, this is something we've been working on. And I was like, I really want to ask this person back. And she's like, you should try. And uh, I did. And she, uh, you you know, you, you could tell her opening up that DM. She was like, "Ah, oh, shit. Oh, no. I've got to. Ah, oh, this poor kid. He's down on his luck. I got to do this. But our next guest has one of the best podcasts out there. She is a huge inspiration, not only to me, but really every podcaster out there. But it, podcaster, I mean, I feel like that's such a really redheaded stepchild scarlet letter term, even though podcasting yeah. is one of the best forms of media out there today. Not only is she the funniest person out there, but her uh, opinions on pop culture, married life, uh, soon to be uh, mother, motherhood. I mean, everything she is dead on. I was just listening to her most recent episode and I'm not even a woman. And I was like, yeah, girl, exactly. Exactly. Uh, she's been doing the bitch Bible since 2015. Uh, just one of the most successful podcast comedians, musical artists. She hit number one song of bitch on iTunes. She lives in Calabasas with the male love of her life, her dog, Leo, and this other guy, Andrew, that she's currently married to. Uh, 2023 is going to be one of the biggest years for her yet because she's going to, uh, I don't know, a wellness therapeutic retreat next week. And then uh, later on in the year, she will be producing a demon baby uh, for the world, uh, hopefully to uh, inherit the bitch Bible empire. Uh, anyways, Jackie Schimmel, thank you so much for being here once again. Wow. Thank you for having me. You know, I needed that on this Friday afternoon because I've had a range of hormones that have led me to look inward and be like, Jackie, maybe you've lost it. Maybe we disappear. <laughs> this is, I you should go like full Howard Hughes at this time, like pee into water bottles, just completely just grow your beard out. The whole, by the way, Jackie in her podcast this week said her, uh, her butt hair is growing so much that she looks like Curly Sue, which is like a deep cut for everybody that did not know the nineties, John Hughes movie, Curly Sue deep cut. Yeah. I mean, I didn't know that like genitalia hair could have so much texture post laser. Um, <laughs> Ryan, but you should know that <laughs> it does. It's um, got a bend and a bounce. You also uh, have the love of martinis, which you have had to give up for the most part. But I want to let you know on this Friday, I am drinking a martini for Jackie. Um, I'm really I'm loving so it. I'm so jealous. A, that is so mean. I know. My mom was like, my mom was like, you know, you don't have to put alcohol in that. You can just do the bit with water. And I go, no, I need that. I'm going to, I'm going to do full alcohol. 
No, as you should. I had my lawyer over yesterday and it was like kind of early in the day. And she was, I was like, do you want a drink? And she's like, oh no, no, I shouldn't. I'm like, you should have a drink. She's like, no, that's kind of inappropriate. We're like talking business. I'm like, hey Fran, why don't you have a fucking drink? And then I like dipped my finger in it and I just went like this a little bit. <laughs> just a, little, a little vodka gummy. It's like, That's not going to hurt anybody. <sighs> no. Um, it, and it's just stung so good. I miss it. I can't fucking wait. Now, I I, uh, I asked you on originally before all of this scandal drama, because I wanted you to come on to talk about Vanderpump Rules, an episode before any of this mess happened. So I just want to let everybody know that. Now, this mess yeah. happened, and I'm going to get to this mess in a sec, because I got a lot of, I want your thoughts on so much of this. But really quickly, in your own personal life, I'm fixated on the reality show that is your Instagram stories. Mm, is Andrew yes. a real husband or is he, is it like a Nepo husband? Is it like somebody that's act? Cause I always feel so bad for him, but at the same time he threw out like expensive shoes this like last week from after your sister's wedding. Yeah. Here's the deal with my husband. Um, first of all, he's very, very anti-social media, which is hilarious because it does pay for certain luxuries in our life. Um, he is deeply private. I, I I don't know how we ended up together or how long it will last, but like I'm a extremely, I'm an oversharer by nature. I tell everybody everything. I have no secrets. Like it's just like, I don't know if it's like a weird tick or, or Tourette's. I don't know what it is, but that's how I live. My husband is so opposite. He is so humble. He's quiet he's calm he's rational he does not like exploitation on the internet um so anytime uh -oh. i do film him against his will a he's not happy and b he refuses to speak so some people do think that he's like a paid actor or a mute both of which are untrue unfortunately <laughs> we are actually married um which is hard to metabolize for some people because we're so different he is very, very smart in many ways, emotionally, intellectually, musically. But I also worry about him being just the biggest dumb fuck that I've ever spent time with. I, I like, I, you know, he's like a, a redeeming character when I hit, you know, when he's on the Instagram stories, I'm always like, oh, what a strong, silent type. He's always picking up in the backyard. By the way, you're still working on your house, which is like the last time I talked to you, which feels like potentially a decade ago, you're still, I'll come back and I'm like, she's still picking out tiles on that. Like, I'm like, wow, still going at this house. Yeah. I'll tell you, I, um, well, we were supposed to do the backyard, but then I unfortunately was impregnated by the demons with the demon seed. And, um, so we had to like flip flop our plans and finish the rest of the inside. I will tell you a secret. I am a sick little fucker. And I like <laughs> renovating. I like, I love getting like elbows deep. I'm like a closet Home Depot lesbian. And I, I, I like picking out hinges. I like picking out tiles. I also like spending a lot of money. So it's kind of like, it, it kind of checks every box. And I like the chaos. I like the fumes. I like the drama. I like the theatrics. I like the back ordered. I like the blue tape. I like the plastic. I like the men in and out of the house. I like the jackhammering. <laughs> it gives me something to complain about. I don't know. I like it. So I'll probably be doing it forever. I do things and then I fix things and then I fuck them up and then I fix them again. I can't help myself. Wait, Jackie, no offense to Jeff Lewis, but is there any way we could do like a Jackie flipping out? Like, a, is there any possible, or wait, are you, you're like sharing everything, but would you ever 
do a reality do a television show, horror. watching watching all the reality television shows you do, would you ever consider it? Because you know it would be good, but would you? Because oh, there's be, no way you'd say yes. Ryan, I'd be amazing at it. Okay, I'd kill yeah. it. But I do consult Jeff Lewis privately um, on the side. I help. Yes. I ask him like to help guide me in the right direction. Here's the thing about home tours. Um, my house is gorgeous, but I'm not giving anybody a fucking tour. A, I think it's cringe. <laughs> B, I think it's tone deaf. C, I feel like it's begging to be robbed. And the hyperflex <laughs> of a home tour makes me very uncomfortable. I love when a bitch does a home tour, like a Maddie Prue from The Bachelor, who's like, we partnered with Creighton Hill to redo our dream home. And then everything is beige and they have undersized furniture. And it's like they just got hot to the boot plate. This, this is God's turns. this is God's room, the room we made for God. Ex- like all the printed canvases. And I'm like, do we need that home tour? We don't. Oh my god, now I do want to see you on architectural digest. Like those like like hi, come on in. Or what is that? Is it vote? Is 73 questions? Yes, yeah, that would be amazing you walking through your house. Yeah. If you ever want to like kind of like not kill yourself but feel like you want to kill yourself, you should want like Haley Bieber and Emrata's 73 <laughs> questions. It just doesn't get more dismal. No, it really Wait, doesn't. Have you ever seen Cara Delevingne's one? Oh my god, I've watched that like four hundred times. When she in her house, you guys, I've explained to this audience so many times. She has this thing that like you go in through like a washing machine and you come the out vagina. of vagina. And I was, yeah. and then she has a ball pit that she finds a shoe in. And I, and this is, you know, Kara's had a lot of issues, but I'm like, it's very well done. But at the same time, could you imagine talking to? You know, you or a Jeff Lewis and saying, this is where I'd want the vagina to come, where we come out of right here. It's a bold statement. I will say that um, I I do love her house. I was like, I can yeah, fuck with it's this. It's still like, I'm nice. Kind of like, yeah. I'm kind of like getting what she's putting down. But it's a little chaotic. And that, I mean, that compared to like that of a Haley Bieber early days, <laughs> 73 questions. I'll take that any day over the fucking week. I was like, you know what would be fun? putting lighter fluid in my eyeballs like anything is more fun than watching that it's it's hard to it's hard for me no it's hard it's it's, but that's what celebrity culture i feel like it's gotten so boring in so many ways and no offense to Haley bieber and things like that but it is interesting we could throw her a little bit of offense listen i'm i'm not doing the selena Haley thing because i love myself and it's so deeply embarrassing but like selena gomez too find her on the tiktok you want to watch that makeup tutorial i don't I don't like the slow <laughs> blinking. It freaks me out. I gave that up for Lintz. I'm going to get back on it next week. Uh, me too. When, when the Lord arises. But um, so I would love, but actually you could actually not even show your home. I would pay for like a queer eye for the straight guy kind of where you go to other people's place and just roast them. But also, you know, yeah. like, so you ruin their self-esteem, but at the end yeah. you build them back up. I think that could potentially be amazing. I feel like I would be really good at that. And I do kind of do that on the side for loved ones. That's what I was like. I was like, I wonder if like, you know, we're saying like 10 years from now, you're still in the podcast game. I asked you to come on once a year by the 10th year. Would you ever feel comfortable roasting me? Cause that would be, cause I think you could also kill me within like 10 seconds. Um, I could, no, but don't do it now. I... No, don't do it now. No, 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 no. I don't need an example. I'm saying like 10 years from now. Don't 10 do it years now. from now, a hundred percent. I will be, I will be, um, I'll put, uh, lady gloves. What is it? Uh, you know, I'll be tender with kid you. Gloves, but... Kid gloves. 
Kid gloves. gloves. I do have a bit of a gift of verbal assault that I'm working on, but it is like low key my favorite thing about myself where I really could fuck up someone's day with little to no information or facts or depth. But like I could just, I could launch in into a sentence and I'm like, I could break this person and I know nothing (gasps) about them. And they could be like Mother Teresa, beautiful intellect, scholar, philanthropist. And I could probably, if you gave me like, I would say 15 to 36 seconds. I could probably figure out a way to fuck up their year. I feel like you're like a Richter scale. Like I'm like, always have to like go, you know, I, I've told, I told you this last time, like I, there's a couple things where I DM'd you like based off one of your stories. And it's like, it went well the first time. And then the second time you just, <laughs> there's nothing. And I was like, yeah, I gotta really, I gotta like workshop these probably should be a writer's room before I even got it. And I was like, cause I was like, it's probably just this sensitive. She sees the wrong comment at the wrong time. You're done. I go to look for the unfollow. I go the full no. bit. I don't unfollow, but I am a little bit reactive and it it, it oh. passes through me. <laughs> a little bit reactive. It passes through me so quickly that it doesn't stay with me. But I have had to tone it down a little bit because since being pregnant, I am very detached to social media truly. Like you're like, wow, somebody's bothered. It's not that. It's just that it's my it's like my instant reflex. And like this morning I got in a real, like a real tussle with some stranger who was sent me a DM that was like the size of the Torah. And it was just like feedback that he didn't necessarily need at seven in the morning when I was waiting for Andrew to bring me my probiotic yogurt. And I literally just all capitals was like, fuck off. (laughs) You're a loser. And I was like, I didn't even need to respond. Why did I do that? (laughs) That's that's the, okay. That's the shitty part about like this podcast, even growing is that more people then have access. And even with the Scandaball stuff, more people are listening because I do a lot, way too much Vanderpump rule stuff. And I take it way too personally, but I do Tom (sighs) Sandoval with it. Rightfully so. Well, he, he had this little lisp that nobody really picks up on. Like he's oh, yeah. very tiny and I do it extreme, but then this dude on like, I just, I get a lot of intense DMS now and he's like, Tom Sandoval is not gay and that's offensive to every gay person out there. And da, 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 da. And I was like, wait a sec. I know Tom is not gay. And are you saying every gay person has a lisp and that's what I'm doing? And well, then he they said, do. us gay people, <laughs> he says, us gay people don't, he goes, us gay people, she goes, us gay people will never trust you. And I was like, I don't need you to trust me. And please do not speak ever for your sexuality because 99.9% of gay people have been amazing to me. But I was like, people are listening to these things. They get so sensitive. And I remember being the same, but it's wild to be on the receiving end of that sometimes. And you're now since 2015 having people, I was watching you on the Dear Media Instagram of you reading your reviews. And I was like, wild. Oh, that's just the tip of the iceberg. And isn't it funny how uh, this is the thing that I just can't like wrap my head around when people are like, wow, she's so bothered. She's so angry. Do you want me to get in front of a microphone and talk about my blissful day? No, that's not entertainment. So uh, yes, I could phone it in and waffle, but People like me, Ragey and Rashi. I like me, Ragey and Rashi. It's a purge, honey. We're on the clock here, okay? We're earning ad revenue. <sighs> I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna fucking 
sit there and tell you about my happy marriage and my that's not fun for anybody. No, and and I almost got disappointed when you said you were sitting in bed the other day and you said you were really happy with your life decisions and you were really you think you're going to actually stay Boring. with Andrew. You're going to stay with Andrew, but then it really comforted me because within a minute and a half you were like this fucker, guess what he did and you launched into the shoe story. By the way, uh, other than the vagina monologues, this is my favorite mm. monologue podcast that I, I really, it's one of those things that you kind of savor. Even the ads, I, I hate, you know, like ads are so hard to do. I'm like, you're one of the only people that I don't hit 30, 30, 30, 30 to get, you know, fast forward through the ads because I'm like, Thank oh, there's going to be some way she actually makes this. I, I need ritual vitamins. Um, uh, but you do back. I do. <laughs> no, I really close to death actually. Um, <laughs> Could you explain? I mean, I know you were just at your sister's wedding. You said you wore yes. a pair of Amazon Jessica Simpson heels, but you had bought a $1,200 pair of shoes. Yeah. Yeah. And I know you're probably sick of talking about this, but for people. No, who I'm don't, actually I, not because I'd like to keep talking about it because I, I, I feel like I shelved it and had to get through it for the, like just the sanctity of my marriage and not having really dark, awful, dangerous thoughts about my husband um, but I'm happy to talk about it because it's actually insane. And the beauty of 2023 and having looming death threats on the horizon is that I have a top notch security system. One that has every inch of my home with footage. Available. Her name is, her name is Megan. She's a, uh, she's an Android. She's AI. She's cool. Yeah. By the way, did you see Megan? How good it was? Really, that screw top I loved gun. It. Screw top gun. That brought me back to the theaters. Tom Cruise wishes he could be in Megan. Yeah. I was laughing. I was feeling so many different oh, things. The like, fireworks. Vibe. Her singing fire. I mean, like, or like, this. it's amazing. It was truly a laugh out loud moment. Unbelievable. So, yes, I had bought a pair of shoes. I was trying to be um, fiscally responsible, which doesn't have, happen very often. I thought, you know, the ankles are swollen. I, I feel like this is like gravitationally a safety hazard because I'm like almost seven months pregnant. Do I need to be spending this much money on shoes that I'm never going to wear again? No. But you had already purchased them. I had purchased them. So, okay. Then, so let's not rewrite it. You did purchase them first yes, and then you got them. How, like in terms of a percentage ratio, how much was it the ankles being larger and the fiscally responsible like if you could average that out like 70 30 um, 20 80 i would say like 98 2% fiscal responsibility isn't really my thing it's not really doesn't do much for me <laughs> i believe that the more you spend the more you make i feel like it's like a universal gift uh i'm most, I, I don't know i just feel that way i no. it's strong in my lady loins honestly i tried them on they hurt like a bitch i had to walk down the aisle and i just didn't think they had longevity so in comes amazon prime jessica simpson platforms which is was a whole other thing but whatever they worked i left them at the hotel as a parting gift i thought it they <laughs> they served their purpose and we're ready to fucking roll. this is the all podcasting really hall, the podcasting hall of fame is like somebody's like a, somebody at this hotel is like i have jackie schimmel there's dna on these let's put this in like carbonite I was at table one. They were barely worn, shoved under the table. I hope somebody is wearing them in good health. So we get home. I flew instantly to Nashville like two days later to see Heather McMahon, who's a very good friend of mine. I wanted to see her new comedy special. Dude, she sells like, out every – like I follow her perfect. too and I don't know her personally. But she's like – I mean like 
She's selling out bigger venues than like alternative bands I used to go and see. It's like insane. She's a fucking rock star. Okay. It's hilarious. I was like, we went to lunch in Nashville. People are screaming from cars and I'm like, fuck you. I'm like, what is going on? Okay. And all these bitches and cheetah. I'm like, you're like Mick Jagger. Like what is, what is happening here? And she's so fucking friendly. I'm like, Heather, lock it up. Like it's enough. We get it. You're lovely. <laughs> Shut up. <bitch. laughs> we need um, the alternative to Kid Rock in Nashville, though. We need that. Exactly. Exactly. But uh, so while I was gone, you know, Andy likes to keep busy. And he started cleaning out the garage. And there is a video of him walking with said shoes. He took them out of my car. I said, Andrew, can we leave them in my car? Because right when we get home, I'm going to just drop them. Because I know, you know, you've got that window, that return yeah, yeah, yeah. window. Yeah. So I didn't want to forget about him. We've got tons of dudes in and out of our house. I was like, just leave him in the car. He's like, I need room for my suitcase. I was like, okay, Andrew, we're going for two days. You'll be fine. <laughs> so I see him and he's he has my package and he just put them in the trash. Does Brand he look new. like he's in, a, in, in the video footage? And would you ever consider releasing the video footage? I was going to, but it does show the front of my house. Oh, and being sorry. that I have had somewhat of a dicey situation recently with a looming death threat oh sorry yeah yeah sorry no it's okay it's fun i like it um i i thought i tried to crop it's too it's too obvious but did he look like he was in a did he look like he was in a fugue state like there was possibly like a possession happening of some sort because what i see is like he does look like a really put together dude i know he's super successful in what he does like i know all of these things and i want to take his side and i understand like i you know listen me at old navy i go insane i'll sometimes spend three hundred dollars in a whole visit but that gets me close for like the next five years but like i don't understand for this person who i think is very smart to actually think that I just don't see like it almost seems like an act of aggression. And that's the thing that I'm like, was this secretly a thing of like, I'm secretly angry at Jackie. And so I'm going to do this or potentially to get more love from you in the end because he almost likes you to like yelling at him. That's it's an interesting theory. And I've deep dived that because I'm like, (laughs) is he fucking with me right now? And I almost would prefer that option. I would have a little bit of respect for that because I run ragey. So I can understand the psychology by behind him wanting to fuck with me. Yeah. But, and that would be cool. But genuinely, I think he's just a little bit stupid. There's a touch. He's touched. There's, I mean, was he, was he extremely apologetic? Was there tears involved? Like, I mean, did he no, know he screwed not up big? Really. Did he? No, like, no. He was like, there's no way. It's got to be in the garage. There's so much stuff. And the way that he's, he's shuffling the boxes to the trash can, he's, he's touching his hair. He's wearing these like jogger pants. He's shape, shape, shaping. He's a little pear shape. She's wearing her house shoes and she's just trying to get things done, but she doesn't, doesn't think. It would be amazing if he took a selfie somewhere in that process, you know, or looked at himself in the camera to see if his hair was was like like parting right. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. There was a lot of hair Uh, flipping, a lot of chafing, and a lot of damage done to my marriage. So they're in the trash somewhere. Hey, that's literally what marriage is about. Um, So I I just want to ask one more thing before we get into the Vanderpump Rules, because I'm just, I'm actually, I'm so thrilled to not be talking about Vanderpump Rules for a little bit that I'm just like, Jackie, tell me what it's like in the real world. Like I've been in a (laughs) Vanderpump Rules coma and it's, it's really intense. But the last thing is, are you truly going to a therapeutic retreat next week? 
And how oh, did that yeah. even come about? Like, well, I mean, well, that's a whole other story. Are you filming so, the white Lotus season three? What's going on? I mean, I'm like, is this nine perfect strangers? What the fuck is happening? So my best friend, you would never think that we would be friends. She's basically mother Teresa. Like she's like this generous, lovely, wholesome, like beacon of light. Okay. And she swears by this therapy wellness program. I'm not going to say the name because it's like, I'm not supposed to, um, but it's very bougie and in Tennessee and, or like two hours outside of Nashville, you go, the food's amazing. You trauma dump on people. You get put in groups. It's this whole fucking thing. She's been talking about this for years. She goes, her fancy friends go, her husband's gone. I have friends that have gone. They all say it's changed their fucking lives. I like my life and I don't want to heal anything about myself. Because I like I like all the shards of glass. Yes. What if you can indoctrinate it in the next week and it completely changes you as a person completely and you shave your head or something? Like something crazy happens after next week. Well, then you'll know who to blame. I will release all of the information about my best friend and everyone can go riot outside of her fucking house. So she said to me, she goes, you don't need to go, but you deserve it. Which is quite a line, quite frankly. Okay. It also costs a small fortune to go. I would never pay to go. I'd rather go on a vacation, buy those fucking aqua zura shoes back, a million other things that I don't know, buy another slab of fucking marble, clean out my plumbing, like whatever. College fun for your kid, like something. Oh, that's right. Not have my child on food stamps. (laughs) That all that would be cool. So she for my birthday this year paid the tuition for me and enrolled me. How dare her? Bitch, I know. I'm like, first of all, that's what, like, I'll take the cash. Secondly, <laughs> now I, like, have to go. So Is there a gift receipt for this? <laughs> I know. I was like, is it for Von I was supposed to go in October, got pregnant. She's like, you literally got pregnant not to go to this. And I said, honestly, 1,000%. I was like, I'll be in my first trimester. I won't be able to go. They'll refund your money. I'll be chill. There's only two dates I can go. I have to go or she de- or it's non-refundable. So I'm literally forced to go next week. I'm leaning in. Everyone's like, having an open nine, Jackie. It's going to heal. And I'm like, okay, I'll pack my yoga pants. Thank God I don't have to do the outdoor activities because I will be in my third trimester. Oh, by that's then. awesome. You can get out of stuff. That's awesome. Oh, I'm not fucking hiking. Have we learned nothing from Yolanda Foster? I'm not going hiking. I don't want Lyme disease. I'm also Jewish. It lines. feels anti-Semitic. I don't do outdoor activities at all. You could also say you forgot that Passover was this past week and say, I got to, I'm observing Passover tonight, like next uh, Wednesday or two, or no, you know. Oh, that's true. Oh, I don't think the dates will work out, but I, but I could do that. I'm thinking of anything. But like, I like that kind of stuff in a weird way. Like I'm completely sarcastic. I have no heart really. It's very black inside, but at the same time, I want something to pull me out. Like I always think like if Scientology had gotten me at the right time, like, you know, like if like they had just, I'm like, I probably would have been full tilt on that stuff. The thing that would have gotten me was like paying any kind of tithing or anything like that. But like, that's, I mean, can you imagine the other people in your group when you're opening up and sharing and you're so good at speaking already and they're just like, holy shit. Like that's the the stuff. floor with those broken (laughs) (laughs) You're going to show them self-help right there, man. I I said to Andrew, I'm like, 
it's going to be hard for me, A, not to make fun of people sharing their trauma, B, (laughs) (laughs) I would never. If you roast after every, you just have a constant constant hand up. Your fucking temporary anorexia in second grade, okay? We've all been there. (laughs) Shut up. Like, Uh, Jackie, again, you have your hand up. Uh, I'd like to call on Jackie again. Quick note, um, but I'm like, I also don't, I'm, and I'm kidding, kind of, but also I'm like, am I going to get up there and just start slinging, like, shtick, like, what? I don't want to, t- I don't want to share my stories with people, like, do I tell them about the marinated artichoke guy and Trader Joe's, like, I don't want to, like, peel back those layers, we're good. This is like the, the sequel to Girl, Girl Interrupted, like, this is going to totally. be, yeah, this Seems is really- chicken under my bed. Um, I now God, now I'm so excited for the podcast you do after the, I mean, this is good. How, how many days is it? It's a week. Like, so five, like business days, five business, like six nights, seven days, no technology. I'm like, what? um, I'm like, ma'am, Vanderpump rules is like peaking right now. So I can't afford to miss my stories. No phone, no TV, no internet, nothing. For seven days. I think this is coming out on Tuesday. Can somebody in the the clinic post uh, the image on your feed? Is there any? <laughs> I, I mean, I I cannot wait for the week after though because this is going. I mean, by the way, Jackie, this is your book. This is your book. This I know. Is, like this is your book. Going pregnant it's... in your third try or like entering your third trimester into this. This is like the log line of moviegoers dreams. I know. And it's me. I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? I'm like, I feel like I'm going to get kicked out. I'm trying to figure out how I can smuggle in my Unisom and my Benadryl. Wait, so do you have to, if no technology, do you have to like turn in your phone? Uh-huh. They don't trust yeah. you to not. Wow. I mean, honestly, That's... I wish I don't know if like my vaginal canal has expanded yet because I'm not that close to birth. But like, I'd like to do <laughs> like if I could shove. A, she's cr- I mean, she's crowning an iPhone 14 Max. I'd shove one up there. But I'm like trying to think. I'm like, if I like, you know, I now have been waxed. I don't have curly Sue butt hair anymore. So there, I feel like there's a little oh, bit more, it's more a little visible. bit more grip. So I could maybe shove something up there. I don't know. Oh I just, I, I don't know how I'm going to do it, quite frankly. I'm on prison TikTok if you do need suggestions. They they are able to sneak. Like, I, I see prison oh. TikToks. They fully have phones in there. They're making breakfast burritos. Like, Jen Shaw, did you see the, the page six article today where she's doing theater? They're doing a Real Housewives play at her Texas correctional facility that has oh no God. locks on their doors. Like, it literally sounds like what you're going to next week. Wow, I'm going. Basically, I'm going to prison. Yeah. Well, um, we're hoping for wow. early release. Um, okay. On to Vanderpump Rules. Now, I realized this as I'd asked you to do this, and then I was, and I was like, oh, you know, you've been doing this since 2015, and you were actually friendly with, you know, post or pre Vanderpump. Like, I mean, Vanderpump cast members of past, present. You've known these guys in a certain different way, and I knew these guys. I mean, like, I was, I was. Decent friends with Ariana and Sandoval. I went to Coachella yeah. with them last year. It was like, uh, I know, like I knew all of this stuff, but to come from knowing these people in, in small ways and other people in big ways, what was your, 
Because we were talking last time when you found out the uh, the Ben the the I think it was the J Lo and Ben Affleck getting back together potentially or something like that. And you were on a car <laughs> yeah. trip. You were on a car trip with Heather and a famous movie actor, and yeah. you were telling her this story, which was amazing. But do you remember the, the it was Friday about a month and a week ago when this? I know exactly hit. where I was. Oh, I, yes, I know exactly where I was. So I was at East Coast Bagel in Calabasas at the strip mall next to the Bristol Farms, okay? I decided that Mm -hmm. I'm going to throw caution to the wind and I'm going to have an everything bagel with smoked salmon and schmear for my people because I'm not going 10 months without a smoked salmon. Listeria or bust. Have you ever heard of anyone getting listeria, Ryan? Have you ever heard of anyone getting fucking listeria? Don't even know. Neither have I. (laughs) Exactly. Everyone's like, soft teeth, listeria, whatever. So... I thought, you know what? Fuck it. I'm going to get a smoked salmon bagel. So I sat down. I had an Arizona iced green tea, which I have not had since the seventh grade. Wow. It was the only option they had at the East Coast Bagel in Calabasas. I got an Arizona green tea, everything bagel with a smoked salmon schmear situation. Okay. I sat down outside. I was eating al fresco, not in my car. Um, which I had just gotten the week before. I was trying to be responsible. I took a bite of my bagel. My phone started smoking, short-circuiting. I'm like, hmm, maybe somebody died. I turn it over. I get hit with 85,000 text messages of the TMZ article about Raquel (laughs) and Tom Sandoval and Ariana. When I tell you that I, like, my blood sugar dropped, I almost, like, I almost fainted and passed You're like, I have have listeria. Listeria, whatever that is, I have it. (laughs) I just got it. I, I, I could, I, I needed to collect myself and I needed to go into like a tranquil environment. So I grabbed my bagel. I grabbed my purse. I woofed what I could down and I needed to get to my car so I could like start doing some Intel, making some phone sure. calls, yeah, compiling evidence, whatever, like a journalist does. I accidentally, I was so overwhelmed that instead of throwing out the remnants of my bagel, I threw out my green Bottega bag. Okay, the bottom of oh, I threw out my purse, (laughs) and it was like peak lunchtime, and there was a lot of things in that fucking trash can. I had to like, to like contort my body. My kids probably damn you, Tom Sandoval. Damn you! Look at what you're doing to people. I mean, ruining my fucking purse and potentially harming my baby. I had to contort my body and my arm to slide down, (laughs) grab my purse out of the trash can. (laughs) shake off like the various <laughs> liquids and run to my car and start making phone calls i was like did you see did you see is this real is this By the way, speaking of early days i have had a lot of these vanderpumpians on my show way back yes. when my podcast was produced at the very beginning by embassy row which is the show that does watch what happens live so by proxy, all my bookings were like Bravo celebrities at the front at the beginning. And I flew too close to the sun. So I got intermingled in some Vanderpump uh, activity, backlash. Now, I was somewhat responsible for the cancellation of Stassi Schroeder and Kristen Doty, which I feel. Oh, yeah. I was trying to tip. To, I was trying to dance around that. We I don't was, dance yeah. around it anymore. By the way, by the way hey, Do- Dodie's back on top again. You know, Stassi, by the way, her empire is still there. Like, yes. I mean, it's, but this all came from an interview that you were a part It did. Of. I'm not, it I'm did. Sorry. And don't. we don't, I know it. No, sorry. We, we don't dance around it anymore. I've got no secrets. I have nothing to hide. 
I will forward pedal and like hit you with it. That's the truth. They came on my show. I had zero listeners at the time. I thought I was like, you know, getting juice. I was living a real life plot line. Flew too close to the sun, got burned. Didn't get canceled, but kind of got dragged through the mud and was also a little bit awkward. Like, sorry, you got canceled for shit that you said on my show. All of that went away the second that this came back. I haven't spoken to Kristen Doty in years. Uh, she's always been super cool, super nice to me. I hit that bitch up instantly. Like, no shame. My and was, like, it, was it like no time had passed? Was she like, I was expecting this text. <laughs> like, Jackie. How often, like, hey, sorry I got you canceled. Anyways, is this real? Like, what's happening? You know what I mean? Like, hey, what the fuck do you do? It would be amazing if you were like, hey, girl, what's been up lately? Not even mentioning Scandaval just to see. Hey, how you, like, go- you good? Like, what? crazy. Hey, I, I no, no. You should have used the, you were in my dream last night. Are you good? <laughs> and then go. Right? I was like, I need clarity. I need answers. Uh, you, you've got to tell, like, is this for real? Like, what the fuck is happening? Very real. Mean, it's too real. It's too real. Like, I feel that what, like, we only know the tip of the iceberg, which is a lot. I've had a full 180 on James Kennedy also. Well, I mean, you love to fat shame people too. So, of course, I mean, like, no, you got to. <laughs> Wait, 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 Jackie, Jackie, but come on, by the way, isn't the looking outside of this and having a, you know, the inability to look backwards for this cast is really, truly awe inspiring because the fact that you have like released ancient evils back into the Vanderpump universe, like Jax Taylor, where he's just like, this is disgusting, Tom. When I'm like, wait a sec, wasn't the whole thing that Jax cheated literally on everybody that he ever met in his whole life. And now Jax is doing like a, like a touchdown dance in the end zone on watch what happens live. And Brittany's like, I didn't know that Jax. What are you talking about? It is, you know what it is? It's so layered because what Tom Sandoval did is obviously atrociously disgusting, but it, he is in such a hot zone right now that it's taking so much heat off of all of the other cast and all of the yes, stuff that they've yes. ever done so repeatedly. Like Lala, is, Lala should be kissing Tom Sandoval's ass right now because she would have looked completely different this season if not for this information. We'll be back to that in just one second. Now is my favorite time of the episode where I get to talk about our sponsor. And this week, our show, So Mad Is Good, is sponsored by our friends over at BetterHelp. Now, believe me, BetterHelp, I think the entire cast of Vanderpump Rules needs BetterHelp immediately ASAP. But all joking aside, I know you guys know that I'm a big proponent of mental health, of just making really small steps that can lead into lifelong um, betterment of some sort. Um, They want me to talk about in this ad, they usually tell you kind of directions to go. And this, they asked me a question of, talk about a time that I've learned something new about myself and what was that experience like for me and how did it change my life? Now, I will tell you that uh, I did see a therapist right before the pandemic. I was talking to a therapist. It was post-divorce and I have a real hard time with confidence, which is insane. And a a lot of people don't actually sometimes believe that, but I do. And uh, through therapy, it was this wild thing where Uh, This amazing lady kind of started to try to 
get me to understand that these negative thought patterns that I have built up over decades could potentially be not true, that my own mind could be lying to myself, right? I mean, that is like the end of the sixth sense when he realizes he hasn't been alive the whole time. You're like, what? Wait, what? You're saying that I could potentially be like that my mind is potentially against me sometimes? And it blew me away. But it also changed my life in a lot of ways. Um, and it also led me to do this show. Honestly, it gave me the confidence to do this show. But in that, you also have to be very honest in uh, talking about mental health is that it's a daily struggle. You have to go out and do the things that are going to give you the best shot of happiness or not even happiness of just getting through life, which can be so difficult, right? And that, like I said, includes working out for me, taking vitamins, talking to a therapist. There are so many things that go into that. And you have to do that day after day, week after week. But getting to know yourself can be a lifelong process, especially because we're always growing and changing. I change week to week, unfortunately, not just my waist side. Hey, oh, dad joke. But you know what I'm saying? We really do. You have to keep on top of those changes. And that's where therapy really comes in. It's all about deepening your self-awareness and understanding. Because sometimes we don't know what we want or why we react the way we do until we talk through things. I mean, that's the other thing is that I can have a billion thoughts going on in my mind at one time. And I can think, oh, all of these things about all of these thoughts going on. But until I speak it out loud to somebody else, do I realize that a good 83% of those things are completely nonsense? It helps you hone in on the things that actually matter. Now, BetterHelp connects you with a licensed therapist who can take you on that journey of self-discovery from wherever you are. I have fully benefited from therapy. Period. Period. And I expect to benefit from it my entire life. But it is like the gym. You're going to not want to go. You're going to not want to do this. That's just how we are wired. Ignore those thoughts. Listen to this, or at least try this. So if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online. It even takes that out of the, You don't even have to drive there anymore. It's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. All you have to do is fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge because that's a big thing as well. Because sometimes finding the right therapist is like finding the right pair of jeans. Unless you're at Old Navy, everything looks great there. <laughs> but no, all joking aside, discover your potential with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash SoBad today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash SoBad. Um, I'm really proud that uh, they are a sponsor because I really, really personally do believe in therapy. But give it a shot. It always helps the show. But I think at the end of the day, it could really, really help you in the long run. 
Folks, summer is just around the corner, so it's time to say goodbye to those jackets and sweaters and hello to shorts and tees. Now, I wanted to update my wardrobe for the long haul without spending a fortune, and luckily, I found Quince. Now, I have a lineup of timeless pieces I want that will keep me looking fresh year after year. I got a pair of tan shorts. I got a pair of green shorts. I cannot wait to style these for summer. And I got to tell you, the quality is great because Quince has all the seasonal must-haves, like 100% European linen shirts from 30 performance polos, and versatile flow knit activewear. The best part? All Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman by partnering directly with top factories and passes that savings on to us. And Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes. So you can feel good about what you're wearing on every level. So upgrade your wardrobe. Go to quince.com slash so bad for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash so bad to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash so bad. Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about your credit card? With 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yeah, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So, the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. And now, back to the show. Right? 1,000%. That episode that happened, I don't know, maybe a week or two ago, uh, like we would have all been rooting for Raquel. Exactly. We would have all been like underdog story. Yes. Sure. She has a quivering, shaky story. voice, but she, you know, I always do. This is what I get in trouble for. Somebody said I was doing a mentally challenged older man. I was like, this is my Raquel voice. I can't even give us toast. Like oh it God. really, cause and she's the multiplication shaky tables. I mean, for fuck's sake. How about when she ordered a burger? There was a scene when she ordered a cheeseburger. She's like, can I get the cheeseburger with the cheese, please? I was like. <laughs> I was like Dude, um, earlier in the season, before any of this broke, she did an Otagi Nat. She goes, Sandoval taught me what the word boundaries meant. And that's like the dark. Like, so you like Sandoval, it's like this kind of, uh, you know, what is the Kanye Kim? The, uh, the what's that term? The Svengali. He's like shaping yes. Raquel into being a background singer for an 80s cover band eventually uh, with Tom Sandoval and those extras. But like, right, this like it's shocking to us because like I was thinking about you in bed saying I'm really happy with not you in bed. That's not what I'm thinking. But like you in bed saying Please I'm happy. Do. With, I'm happy. <laughs> <laughs> I love pregnant. Please, I'd like no. to be objectified, Ryan. I'm not just a funny personality, no. okay? <laughs> yeah, I'm also hot. Thank no, you. but like you saying I'm happy with my life decisions that I've gotten older. And then here we are 10 seasons in and we are doing something so horrible that you would have seen in the first season of Vanderpump Rules. And even I was saying this on the show on Friday was that I said, I don't uh, listen to Stassi's Patreon or, or uh, you know, but somebody was telling me that she said after this, she said, you know, it only it took me getting out of a reality show to realize that not everybody is just cheating on everybody randomly. You know, like not everybody is just yeah. toxic, horrible people at all times. And oh, yeah. but ta- like that's what I think is shocking is after 10 seasons when you really like I believed in this guy. Like I 
we like I stupidly looked up to this guy and thought like wow he really loves Ariana and she lets him go and do these weird side projects and like lets his freak flag fly and it turns out he was like that I mean did, did it infuriate you like it infuriated me it made me yes it, it the whole thing is so deeply infuriating first of all he's such a doofus like he's not even a good villain you know he's got that on, the mustache Hunt- the mustache and the flared, the sequin flared pants and his like, remember the gray streak we all had to weather that storm. And he's such a moron that the fact that he even thinks he could get away with this, like, is so, I'm so embarrassed for who he is as a person through and through. I'm so embarrassed for Rachel, Raquel. They are so stupid and so, like, I just, I don't get it. First of all, Ariana, I have met Ariana. She's cool. She's exactly what you, what one would think she's like, you know? She's yeah. got that cool girl energy. And she, I've and met- she's not trying to like, you know, the thing is like, you know, she was like the last person to put out a t-shirt in the cast. You know what I'm saying? Like everybody else yes. was like the Vanderpump economy. I'm in it. Da-da-da-da-da. Like, and everybody like hopped on that shit. Like it was white on rice. And then Cringe. like Ariana was the last person to hop on that after we spent all of our Vanderpump rules money on all of these other t-shirts. And you know what I'm saying? Like she was just actually going through this, but it's wild to see everybody's reactions. But yeah, Ariana, super cool. Exactly how she comes off at certain points on the show, so which does annoy people cool. at times. The way that the other cast members are trying to capitalize off of this is a very weird psychology. Like it's it's so deeply uncool. I get it. I understand. No, I totally like, get it. They're you know doing backflips of joy. This is this is great for them. I mean, James Kennedy is climaxing twenty four seven. By Finally. the way, his girlfriend DM'd me and was like, "I listen Allie? to the podcast." Yeah, she DM'd me, and I was like, "I will pay. I'll pay James five thousand dollars if he wants to come on my podcast, and I'll I'll deliver an apology because I've ripped that guy apart, rightfully so, yes. for the record. Oops, um, sorry, but Wait. I've ripped his asshole apart fifteen hundred times. I mean, it's easy to do. He's a total moron, but he's so funny, problematic, chaotic." <laughs> Um, unhinged, dare I say, but I love the guy. Yeah. I mean, he's, he's exactly the person you need on a reality television show because he's Jack's 2.0 in a lot of ways, because he's more charming, like kind of, you know, interesting looking. He says things that you shouldn't say because you don't have that filter and you do need that for a reality show. There's no, and the fact that Ali, that's my big question. If you do get him on the show, like, I need to know, like, what was Allie's take on you completely wigging out when you found this and being so, like, like, I, as, you know, if I was his girlfriend or boyfriend or whatever, um, is like, wouldn't you be kind of like, like, why, why is, um, James taking this so intensely hard? Like, he was like, it felt like, you know, Tom cheated on Raquel with James, like, no, James, like, it was even worse than Ariana. Like, James was like, immediately just like, fuck this guy. Totally. It it feels a little bothered because you're close to it because obviously that was your ex-fiance. I wouldn't love that type of a response from someone I was dating. Like I'm like, "Why are you so that would that would trigger and bother me a little bit." I'd be like, "You're a little emotionally charged." Yes. Yeah. 
about this. This is not like, oh, now I'm not the bad guy. This is, there's something more to it. Um, I think he's just, I think James Kennedy's emotional. So you got it. Wait, by the way, Jackie has not seen this week's episode yet, and she's saving it for this weekend. And you are going to please message if you you've got to get to the point where Raquel does a puppet show with her like sleeves and a talking head. She does like a Muppet show puppet show. And then DJ James Kennedy and Allie, DJ James Kennedy is like still super bothered. He's like, let's twirl at Sheena's wedding. Yes. Come on, Allie. Yes. Yes. It's there's so many. It's made the show so intensely layered, and it hasn't yeah. been that way in multiple seasons. Did you check out a Vanderpump Rules like a lot of people a couple of seasons ago? Because I know, like, when I see you, I know you're such a deep fan of the Housewives. I always yes. see you re-watching classic episodes. It always, you know, there's always a fire going. But did Vanderpump Rules, since you were so close to it in certain ways, did you ever like check out on that show completely? And now you're like, shit, I gotta go back and watch. Um. You know, I did, I did, I did fly close to the sun. I, I will say that Stassi was really the only one that I had like a real, like have a real friendship, friendship with. Yeah. Um, the rest, I was just like sitting back eating popcorn. You know, I never, I never lost touch with Vanderpump. I've always been pretty consistently entertained. You know, when they brought in the new guys, I wasn't like as into it. But I'm this hoe is loyal, so yes. I. I'll go down with the ship. Like I was like, literally, if this keeps going, I'm going to keep watching it. It doesn't matter. I'm going to watch it to the very end. The fact that it got resurrected this season because of horrible betrayal, even though it was already good before we knew this betrayal this season, it was like fun again. It was good. There was interesting takes because we had the Katie and Schwartz divorce. Now, if I could get some quick thoughts, do you, do you have like 10, 15 more minutes? Are you good? I know you start. I'm just going to have to change locations because I don't want my, um, my computer to die but yes okay. i'm good i'm okay, enjoying good. this wait by the way is that a, you're is getting that a, a house fr- wait is that a framed wait is that a framed prince photo yes oh yes. my god print wait is that andrews or is that yours yeah, where is it it's right there it's, back there yeah, it's right, yeah 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 right there one. yeah is that yeah. andrews or yours or i mean it's both of yours it's our living room but like i bought it I love uh, Prince is one of my fucking favorite. I want to go to Paisley Park. Oh, sorry. I, I didn't realize we were podcasting. I'm just like. Excited. Oh, no, no. I'm, um, just, I'm just giving you a house tour. Like you asked for. Okay. Yeah, exactly. Okay. This is. By the way. Hold on. I was at Sandoval and Ariana's house and it like, there was like, like specifically designed wallpaper. Like Sandoval had put all of this work into the house with Ariana. And I'm like, it all goes to shit because you had to be a fucking weirdo. And that just yeah. like pisses me off. Like, I hope you're like showing Andrew this season and go, never get thoughts. Never oh get my thoughts. God, no. I don't, I don't never him. Daisy Jones in the sixth, this shit. Oh no, I tell him every day. By the way, I've he, I've had him rewatch. He's never seen Vanderpump Rules. And I told him this whole saga. And now we've started to rewatch it together at night because I need a wind down. And he's so in. We've gotten into so many fights. Even last night, he talks during the episodes. So like I'm like, hey, this is new. I haven't seen this. And he'll be like, Wait, is she married to Brox? And I'm like, <laughs> I we don't talk. I have to stop doing that voice. It's so annoying, but it's like, that's what it plays in my head. I'm like, you're not allowed to talk. You can't talk. I haven't seen this. He's like, nothing's even happening. I'm like, the devil is in the details with this show, Andrew. It truly is. You can't talk. You have to watch, you have to watch it. Honestly, you have to watch it six times. You'll, you'll miss things. Ramona Singer is the perfect example. You have to watch her 5,000 times to really catch every single thing she does because she's so 
like very minuscule in her comedy that it takes a while. Like you have to, you miss things. Yeah. Yeah. She's no, so, I mean, the, yeah, there's layers to Ramona Singer's like, you know, whole routine. It's a whole, it's a whole bit that she's so dedicated to. That's amazing. Which by I the way, I, I don't know if I you just saw her body every single day. I love her little legs. I love her. It's body. just getting, which, love- by the way, Watch what happens live this week. I need you to watch it after you watch that because Tom Schwartz was on and he oh, literally I watched said, that. "Oh, did you see Avery behind the bar? Avery Ramona's demon seed, one. Ramona's demon baby." Avery Singer, when she lost her job, okay, during the summer, and she got on TikTok and she's like, "She worked for Cameo, you guys." <laughs> I know, I know. She's like, "Everything's gonna be okay because when one door closes, another door opens," and she's giving her her spiel on like the light at the end of the tunnel after being fired and like tips and tricks for like dealing with being laid off. Like I, nothing brought me more joy. I, I, Avery Singer is. And for Avery to throw in on that watch what happens live after the first commercial break, she was like, Andy, we also do divorce parties. This is a for Schwartz. We do divorce parties as well. Amazing. Unbelievable. So many layers. Um, Yeah. Sorry, but like that Schwartz on watch what happens live. That was such insanity because he was literally standing up for his, he told us to go hug Sandoval. He doesn't deserve it, but go up and hug him. If you see him because he's down bad and that Raquel is his heroine. Um, and I've never personally done heroin. I don't think I'm going to start now. Like this actually, I might start next week at my therapy camp. (laughs) But But what a wild, like, isn't it great? Like, and everybody's then praising him. Like, this is how good men have it in this world. I have so many women in my DMs going, I think it was very refreshing that he was completely dumb and untethered. Like, it is refreshing, but don't act like that's like some amazing thing that we should be like standing up for and like celebrating him for. The threshold is so low. He was so nervous. And I like Tom Schwartz. Is he or is that a bit? Um, I actually think that Tom Schwartz is smarter than he lets on. I, I find him to be, I mean, maybe smart's not the right word. I think that he, I don't think it's a bit his like nervous energy thing. Um, I don't hate Tom Schwartz. I don't either, but and I don't it is know interesting. Why. The boy, the but the boys' club, the the boys' club that we will protect, we will withhold information. He did it with Jax. He does it with Sandoval, and Schwartz has his own secrets. He was covering up this season, which he's yeah. another person that has to kiss Sandoval's ass because he was like, "Oh shit, people were about to find out that I had a full time girlfriend living with me half of the week every week." And thank God the heat is off of that right now. Tom Schwartz needs to be with a woman that whoops his ass into shape. He needs a, he needs some kind of a bitch for like maybe just a season, maybe a year. He needs to get his ass whooped. Would you ever hook up one of your girlfriends with Tom Schwartz? If they were in a really dark, desperate place, maybe. They okay, needed perfect. free drinks in a strip mall, a okay, gastro okay. pub. Um, maybe, but they, uh... no. They wait so. and just since you was 2015. This uh, no offense to Andrew, I don't think you'll listen to this. You never dated yeah. any of the Vanderpump guys, did you? I would not. Uh, no, first of all, I was with Andrew the whole time. I would not. I would not tickle the pickle of anybody that was even in the background of yeah, a reality yeah. television show. There would be <laughs> not a even a zero, Peter, a Peter, uh, like a Peter Magical rendezvous. Zero percent <laughs> chance. I could not, my favorite, <laughs> he'll never listen to this because he yeah. doesn't keep up with me. But um, 
I, my favorite thing about my husband is that he is so deeply uninterested in yeah. all of this stuff. I Love find it. it to be so deeply attractive. A got a dude on a reality show. I'd rather like troll for cock at the local prison. And you knew that in 2015, you already knew that when you first started out of all this, you knew yes. that this was bad news. Even in my desperate, poor state. Okay. I had the wherewithal and the foresight. I refused, refused to ever do anything that was being filmed. So I got bamboozled a couple times where I would get invited to things, birthday parties, et cetera. And um, I would get there and they would say, oh, you have to sign a release. We're filming. And I'd say, nope. Oh, my God. That was the first time I met Tom and Ario. Ariana was at one of Tom's birthday parties. I thought it was his actual birthday party. I didn't realize it was a filming thing. And my whole yeah. body turned to water sweat immediately because I got so nervous meeting all these people with camera. It was just insane. But that's really nope. smart. I just walked in and just started sweating in front of people. Um, yeah. Okay. Here's some Vanderpump reunion looks. You have a great personal style, so I would love for you to look at some of these pictures. And speaking of Tom Schwartz, he is our first one. Tom Schwartz, it's giving. I found the t-shirt in a laundry pile. What do you think of this look? He looks really okay. happy, too, for everything that's happening. She is glowing. Um, I think that this is intentionally casual and demure. I think that in wake of Scandival, he is differentiating himself aesthetically by keeping it very minimalist, casual, clean white sneakers. Uh, I like him in the glasses. I think he looks cute. Um, he kind of looks like like a computer tech salesperson in a good way. I'm not mad at this. I think it's I think it's understated and it's fine. I just think the smile is the one thing that just, like, I'm just like, this supposedly was one of the most intense reunions they've ever had. And he's like, get one of me smiling. Get one of me a little light. Like, I just think that's the that's part That's very where Tom Schwartz. That's so on brand for him. You know, he's like blissfully delusional. He's like, hey, you know, he's like that guy. So now, this makes sense. This next one, you already, you've told me, what do, what do you think about when you see Tom Sandoval I, I made a meme that says he's selling term life insurance on Fox News, but he has a Gucci belt. He has the mustache going. What are your thoughts on this look? I mean, just just his body language alone. I like have such a strong urge to dick punch him in a way that I can't physically express. Um, the Gucci belt is is really the issue for me. The propped, the crossed ankles, the smug kind of like villainous look that fucking... Megan's law mustache is doing him no favors. The Gucci belt screams, first of all, it screams Cabazon outlets because if I am correct, which I believe that I am as a woman, a materialistic, vapid whore of a woman. Um, now you should know, your listeners should know that they do make certain accessories specific for outlet malls. So I do find this belt to be an outlet Gucci belt. It's not a new season Gucci belt. That is an outlet Gucci belt. Okay. Which is fine. No shade to the outlets. I visit often and I love them, but just the brazen, the brazenness of a, of, of an outlet, or let's say it's new season. I don't care. I don't care if that was his dead grandfather's sole heirloom. The fact that he is rocking that Gucci belt that he thinks is so fucking flexy I just, it makes me hate him all the more. 
and he still has the white fingernails. He still, and you're right though, the crossed feet, like it's a model pose, but like, what I like, I want to see, like, like, dude, if this is, if truly all of this is falling apart, like come in a sweat, like a, like just sweatpants, a sweatpants, like a t-shirt that you've like spilled all over. Like, I mean, this is so ridiculous. Do you need to accessorize? You look like a fucking carnival cruise line magician who saved up all of his tips to go to the outlets and get a fucking Gucci belt. Like I just He's looking directly into the camera and his hair is so slicked back, like in a bouffant almost sort of oh, way. It's like, like Frankie like Valley. Carotene you know? treatment. Like he has a bump it in there. I just he's so <laughs> he's so unfuckable that this whole storyline is like such a joke because he's so he inverts the vagina. Wait, okay. I did make this post and Jackie texted, Jack DM'd. Uh, this makes my vagina invert. And I was like, that's got to be hard on the baby. And yeah. it, it, but it's very true. Like this does true. nothing for you. But at the same time, before you knew he cheated, uh-huh. was Tom Sandoval getting more attractive to you as the years went on? No, not even okay. a little bit. Like never, ever. Like I wouldn't touch him with a 10 foot pole. I find it, he, he's like a guinea pig to me. He's like a hamster. With a sequin legging. Like, I just, I can't believe anybody wants to fuck him. Dude, I need you to show that picture to Andrew and see what he thinks. Don't even point out to Vanderbilt, like, do you like this look? And just see if he he digs the look. Okay, Sheena Shea. Sheena, second wedding. Uh, she had mentioned, we've seen the clip 30,000 times this season of Stassi and Christina Kelly talking about her first wedding, which they said was a quinceanera. What do you yeah. think of Sheena's look here? Okay, I think this is classic Sheena. I do have a problem with the highlights because it, you know, it's they're just unnecessary. They're not blended. I get that she was like maybe trying to incorporate some lighter tones. It's not nailing. It's giving BB, quite frankly, and that's what we love about Sheena. It's Azusa. It's a, it's BB. Wait, BB New, um, BB Newworth from Frasier. No, you know, there was a store. I think it's discontinued. <laughs> no, I know. Mar- you know, like a guest Mar- Marciano. It's giving, it's giving Char- Charlotte Russe, yeah. It's giving Azusa, and that's what we love about her, Raquel. It's giving no. Revolve, um, which is, honestly, it's supposed to be an insult, but it's almost a compliment to her. Uh, you know, it's it's virginal in its pastel blue tones, if she well, wasn't, they didn't even give her a character shot. They, they, the, the one they release is just her sitting down, which, you know, everybody pointed out that everybody else had a character shot looking into the camera. They just have Raquel sitting down. Yeah. You know, the girl that shows up looking like a bit of a hoe at your baby shower. That's kind of what this is giving. Um, it's fine. It's Is there somber. anything there there? Like even before you knew about Scandaval, the thing with Raquel was just, it didn't, and even when I met her in person a couple times and like, like it just was, there was nothing. It was just like dead behind the eyes. And that was the thing that always impressed. Like, I was just like, wow, I just couldn't pick up any vibes there at all. No, she emits no frequency. Um, and, and, and I probably would feel differently if this hadn't come out. I think I would have really been rooting for her this yeah. season. Which I think all of us would be like, fuck yeah, Raquel found her voice. She found a mesh sarong. She's kind of being spicy. <laughs> like, we would have all been pretty on her side. I this won is- Daryl, Lala. I won Daryl. I can't. Fucking Daryl. Um, Lisa Vanderpump, Lisa. I'm going to say something. I think Lisa Vanderpump has the worst style. I yeah. hate it. If she wasn't rich, it would look Z Gallery. Everything does not have to be 
jewel encrusted and tufted with a ruffle. And that's coming from someone who really loves an embellishment. I, I am embellishments, okay? I think this dress is Dolce & Gabbana. I think the way that Lisa Vanderpump This is dresses, Dolce & Gabbana? I, I'm pretty sure. I'm usually good at this. I think it's Dolce & Gabbana. I hate... I, I, I just... I think she ages herself. I think it's a lot of makeup. We don't... I would like for the women listening at home, we really don't need strip lashes like i don't think it's necessary a kind of ever i really don't think it's necessary it gives you strokey eyes like let's less is more we don't need a magenta lip she's got tights she's got platforms i believe they're open toed with a pantyhose she's got it's it's really a lot and it's always a lot with these lisa vanderpump there's always a purple satin a crystal a drop earring, a pink. Li- it's so. I think she looks so cute when she's in like jeans and a t-shirt. Oh yeah, totally. The thrill that she must be getting through all of this too is just otherworldly. Because it just. Oh and my then god. Lala, wait, what is this giving to you? Where do you get a dress like Lala Kent is wearing? It seems vinyl. It's there's a, a triangle cut out in it. It's there's a. This feels element. like like a higher end Revolve number. I would say this is probably like. A, a Revolve Dundas collaboration. I, the shoes are definitely Jimmy Choo. Um, I think Lala's so pretty. I think we could do less is more. I, I think maybe she was going like the cheetah was like, roar, I'm going to pounce. We're in the jungle, baby. I'm going to claw your eyes out. And I do think, you know, Lala of all of the contenders definitely has the gift of the roar factor. But but do we but 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 do we do we really trust the roar factor when you're like oh my god I, I think it's like an unreliable narrator because you know she's gone through all yeah. of these things she's gone through she's another person that really can't it's like hard for her to look backwards so when she's pointing the finger at somebody like Raquel or you know it's like I and it's you a know, little bothered it's a little bothered yes Obviously, exactly if Ariana is like your best friend I totally get it I would want to fucking kill someone that did that to one of my best friends but like publicly. Uh, it would always, my narrative would always be about that, those people hurting them. It wouldn't be like a vindication of self. Yes. Like inserting That's yourself what I have the problem into, with. yeah, in, inserting yourself into the discourse. Katie Maloney. Uh, now this season would have been, you know, they would have had a whole episode about Schwartz and Katie's like divorce and all of that stuff, which I don't think we're going to get anymore. What do you yeah. think of Katie's look? She's, uh, there's been a lot of talk about Katie's fashion over the years. What, what, what is this giving for you? Um, Katie is beautiful. I don't like this. I don't like the shoes with the dress. I don't like the neckline. I think James Kennedy looks good. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I do. No, no. Really, I, I like. I'm legitimate. Brown. I like it. <laughs> look BTS. at the smoldering look. Look at that smoldering look too. He's like staring right into. Uh, and then Ariana, the revenge dress. What I mean, they call it the revenge dress. It's a white. There's like, you know, it's very fifth element. There's like little straps across the boobs and the belly. Yep. What do you think about this? Okay, this is so, she could not have done it better. This is a top and a skirt. The company is Monat, I believe it's pronounced, which is a very cool brand. You cannot buy it on Revolve. It is like hot and cool and you gotta know about it. The red nails, the multiple rings, the sleek hair, not a crazy amount of makeup. Can we talk about the obliques? It's the only accessory she needs. I love that she didn't like mess it up with a bunch of necklaces or crazy earrings. She looks so good in my wildest dreams. I couldn't have imagined a better look. I was like, well, maybe she could have added a slit. No, no, no. This is perfect. It's like, and you know, Chrissy Teigen's, uh, 
Chrissy Teigen's glam person did her glam that day. It shows. She looks incredible. And that's what you want. And by the way, I hate revenge dress because Ariana does not want to get back at Tom, like with, with Tom, like Ariana, like this is so severed that it's like kind of, she did him, a, he did her a favor in some ways. So it's oh like, my God, yes. it's She's not even revenge. It's like, she just life. looks great. Yes. She just um, got let off of, like, she just got untethered. She had an anchor around her ankles for 10 years and they just cut it off and now she's free first of all her business is gonna fucking flourish because of this she doesn't have to go to the canyon club to watch tom sandoval i was trying to explain to i was trying to explain to the audience like agora hills and the canyon club and if you live in hollywood oh I, i mean but i'm saying like it's a hike and it's like usually like that's where and I love people like Rick Springfield. I love all that yeah. stuff. But like, you know, th- that's where, you know, you go at that point and they have like, they have a crew on Saturday nights that just comes regardless of the band. And I've been there for yeah. Tom Sandoval and the most extras when it was that, that nobody knew it's Tom. It's an they just antique show up. mall during the day. I go there all the time. If the, the person that with the death threat, if you want to find me, I go to that Wizen Center all the time. I have bought copious amounts of furniture. I got my Masoni wallpaper from Chandelier and Tulips, which is three doors away from the Canyon Club. I was there the other day. I saw the poster for Tom Sandoval and the most extras. They're playing tomorrow night. I was like, maybe I should go. Oh, it is tomorrow. Jackie. (laughs) Should I go? It starts at 6 p.m. Tickets are $28. I was like, that's so I, wait, not wait, cool wait, for me to wait, go. Check, gold, kinda... check gold star. It'll be 14 by tomorrow. It's going to be too. Oh, really? Do drag Andrew. Do the whole thing. That would be amazing. And just stand up like front and center and just look, stare up directly yeah, at like, him the whole time. Like he like, does. Like I all know, of a sudden that wife beater he wears. Like it all like, I was like starting to think all that looked cool. And now in one fail swoop, no. it's all dorky as hell. Like I was really fully bought into the Tom Sandoval experience. And it's, it's all. It's so broken. It is yes. broken. It's like childhood trauma on a stage. Like you're going to be, what what is he? 40 years old doing cover songs, tone deaf cover songs at like strip malls in Agora Hills. And you think that you're the next David Bowie hot tip. You're not. It reminded me of like that. Now look at it. Like if you ever seen the movie Boogie Nights, Mark Wahlberg, like the porn star starts like a rock band with John C. Riley, And it's like, we will rock you. And he's all like that. All of a sudden it looks like that now. Whereas before I was like, they've got a real shot because I really believe in Tom. And now it looks like Boogie Nights, Mark Wahlberg, once it hit like the eighties and everything fell apart. I I think I might go. Dude. You need that because you're going to go to a a whole therapeutic thing, like one reveling night. This could set you up for the rest of the year. This episode. And then I'll have something to really talk about. I'll be like, so I saw Tom Sandoval last week and I'm deeply triggered and now I have trauma. Oh my God. What if DJ James Kennedy still opens up for him? He's like, I've got to take work, mate. I've got to take work. I'm uh, opening for this fat fuck. Um, Jackie Schimmel. I've kept you longer than you. I, I'm so sorry. But the, the the good thing about Jackie Schimmel is that th- this is why, because you, you convince yourself that you're friends with her because she's just so damn awesome and good. I really look up to you. And that's weird to say as an older man. Um, but I really, really, you just are so awesome. I, I really root for you, even though you're way more successful than I am. But you are just the best. Uh, the Bitch Thank Bible you. is the podcast. If you do not already know it, you already, you know, already know it. But I just can't wait to see what is in store for Jackie in the future, not only with her child but everything because i really think the sky is the limit uh so jackie schimmel once again thank you so much for thank uh, you no i don't do other people's podcasts but i love you so ah well okay you do a good never again never again you will never see me again (laughs) i just
Betches.